0: plushcare.com slash weight loss hello everybody and welcome to your latest edition of Redmen Size. my name is Dan Club and I'm here to run through the latest news on Wednesday the 26th of July and of course all the news all the talk all the speculation is surrounding one man and one man alone it is Southampton midfielder Romeo Lavia now The news broke yesterday, Um, Florian Plettenberg and Sasha Tavalieri both tweeted about Lavia early in the morning saying Liverpool were stepping up their procedure to try and sign the Belgian midfielder and since that there's been a lot more news have come from it as well david ornstein last night talking about the first approach of 37 million being rejected of course since then it's been reported by fabrizio romano that a new bid is coming from liverpool a new formal bid no less it says it's almost ready it will be 42.5 million guaranteed fee plus 2.5 million in add-ons, which obviously totals up to a 45 million package, all told. It says Liverpool want to be fast as Chelsea are still interested and they're keeping a close eye. And Arsenal have gone quiet for now because Thomas Partey could be sticking around. So, yeah, Liverpool clearly looking to act quick on this one. Because of the interest of other clubs. Um, clearly a player that we like, clearly a player that we've identified for quite some time now. Whether he comes in, he's the front line number six option, remains to be seen. I've still got my reservations about that. I'd still like us to sign Lavia, but also if Fabinho does go, which is a story I'm going to touch upon in just a minute, if he does go, it feels to me like we need somebody to come in And a place for being new instantly. Now to ask Lavia to do that at 19 is a big ask. That's not to say he can't do it because I definitely believe he can. But straight away, Stamford Bridge away, first game of the season to face Chelsea doesn't feel very easy to me. So I would like Lavia. One hundred percent. But I'd also like us to go and sign a more experienced option. Somebody can come in, and we know we can slot straight into the side, and they'll know how to do the role. They've very done been there before, been around the block a few times, etc., etc. So, remains to be seen if that happens. But it does very much look like Lavia, will become a Liverpool player in the not-too-distant future. So much so, that friend of the show, David Lynch, has said that Jurgen Klopp could want Lavia on the plane to Singapore as early as Thursday, which is outrageous, really, given how not far away we were from the deal at one point. But Lavia literally played a pre-season friendly match last night for Southampton against Bournemouth. They actually lost the game 3-2 and there was some interesting talk on the back of that because he played 45 minutes in the first half and I've seen some fans and some reporters saying he didn't look necessarily very happy during that game. It looked like his mind was elsewhere. And Russell Martin, the manager of Southampton, essentially confirmed the same thing afterwards. He said, he's got a lot going on, Romeo. Like, there's clearly this talk of a move and he's clearly got into his head a little bit. And that's not... That's not to say he's been unprofessional and all of this. The fact he was there, the fact he started the game suggests that he's actually acted very professionally. But perhaps his performance took a little bit of a dip because he knew in the back of his mind, like, does he really want to go into every single challenge full, full blast? Because A, it's pre-season for one. And B, he knows that Liverpool are very much in the background, very much keen to make the move happen. So you can't really blame him for maybe not quite having his heart in it in full. But yeah, as things stand... Faberio Romano reporting that Liverpool are preparing a 42.5 million offer with 2.5 million in add-ons, and David Lynch has said that Liverpool would like him to go to Singapore on the second part of their pre-season trip. So, yeah, happening fast, definitely happening. Paul Joyce has been talking about it, James Pierce has been talking about it, David Ornstein has been talking about it as well. So, feels as though we are getting ever, ever closer to Romeo Lavia becoming a red, which is good news. It's definitely good news. There's been a lot of a lot of talk in recent weeks about who will we go for. And Lavi has always kind of been there in the conversation, definitely on the fringes of it, saying we really like him, but can we do something else? Can we do this? Can we do that? It feels to me that the Liverpool have just gone. Why are we still talking about this lad? We clearly like this lad. Let's just go and do it. So hopefully, hopefully they can get it done nice and quickly. Um, I mentioned Fabinho a moment ago and I mentioned Paul Joyce a moment ago as well and in part of his report he said that Fabinho is still expected to join Al-Itihad despite issues over payment terms which is fascinating to me so obviously we know the move has been getting ever closer again in recent days and weeks it's felt like that will almost certainly go through much like the Jordan Henson one will almost certainly go through now as well but Just yesterday, it was David Ornstein again actually reported that the Fabinho exit was in jeopardy because there were some doubts over the payment and stuff. Um, It wasn't anything to do with Fabinho's dogs, um, contrary to what would have been popular belief. So I, I personally believe that once Fabinho has sort of made his bed in terms of wanting to leave the football club, he pretty much has to lie in it. And that's not meant in a negative manner, but... I often think, and I think Jurgen Klopp is very much of the same belief, that when a player doesn't want to be here anymore, and I know there's examples of this in the past, like Philippe Coutinho being one of the more recent standouts, of when a player clearly makes it abundantly clear that he wants to move on, that they do sometimes stick around, and you you can still extract a little bit more from them, of course you can. But in this window, and under Jurgen Klopp especially, it feels like what we're doing is so important and so crucial that we get it right, that when a player, such as Fabinho or Jordan Henderson, decides that they want to move on from Liverpool, we should facilitate that happening. So when it was kind of reported that he might end up sticking around, as much as I wanted to keep him as a player, sort of as a squad member and as us moving forward, it feels like we do have to find a way of moving him on now. And there's reports that by Munich, <coughs> excuse me. There's reported by Munich could have been interested as well. So that was a, perhaps an avenue that I consider we might go down. But according to Paul Joyce, it does look as though the move to Al Ittihad will still happen despite the conversations over payment terms, which again is really interesting because we've seen some of the money, some of the numbers, some of the mobile numbers that are sort of getting thrown around with the Saudi offers, the Kylian Mbappe one especially, of course. So it's hard to even fathom that they'd be sort of haggling over the way the money is paid. But here we are. Um, a couple more bits of news to bring you before I wrap up. One comes from the player's agent himself, which you've seen a bit of recently, actually. I seems to keep bringing you reports like this. Um, and football agent has been speaking about his client and potential reported interest from Liverpool. Now, this is Kingsley... Ogbodo, who's spoken to Sport Italian, and he's reiterated that the Reds are, I think his client, Patrick Dorgu, who plays for Leeds at the moment. He is a defender. He has said that Liverpool are keen. There are other clubs keen as well, but he mentioned Liverpool as one of them. He did also say that no club has made any offers just yet, but it's very likely Liverpool will make one. So, Interesting to see what transpires there. He says he doesn't know if the deal will happen, but they are interested and they like the player. So, yeah, and then players' agents talking out the possibility of their clients moving to Liverpool can be done just to sort of get his name out there, just to sort of maybe tweak the ears of other clubs and get them thinking well if Liverpool like him, maybe we should be looking at him as well, but yeah it's a a very strange move this one 18 years old, Danish youth international, plays at left back predominantly and he very much is predominantly a left back, he's not one of those left backs who we might be looking at, who can also play the centre half, he is an out and out left back, he's never played a centre half in his career to date so you do raise your eyebrow and think does that really make a lot of sense for us he's played in the youth leagues in Italy, he played 33 times last season in the youth league in Italy and scored four goals. So listen, perhaps a player Liverpool do really like, but in terms of stylistically and in terms of the fit right now, I'm not convinced how it works personally. And, um, Slightly different news update to bring you now, and it comes from James Pearce, and actor came from Liverpool Football Club themselves earlier this morning. And it's Liverpool will start the season with reduced capacity at Anfield. The 80 million Anfield Road redevelopment will not be completed in time. Only the lower tier will be open for Bournemouth at home. And it means the capacity of Anfield that day will be around the 51,000 mark. So I think they were trying desperately to get the upper tier of the Annie Road boxed and sorted and ready to go that isn't going to happen for the Bournemouth game unfortunately not the end of the world you know I'm sure there'll be lots of precautions in place and I'm sure it'll all be absolutely smooth and everything will be fine but yeah 51,000 for the first home game against Bournemouth which is of course a shame would have been nice to have the new stand open for it would have been nice to have Anfield at what will be its new capacity straight away but it's not to be. Um, Another story now from Jack Talbot in Football Transfers, and he has said that Fluminense will listen to offers for Liverpool-linked and Fulham-linked Andre. Now, this is a name... It's been doing it around a little bit when it comes to the Reds recently um, and it claims that Fluminense won €25 million Euros for Andre and they will be willing to listen to offers but it's likely that it won't happen until January um, and it says Liverpool have actually made an initial approach for the midfielder so another DM we've been linked with quite frankly, potentially a Fabinho replacement, obviously one of his compatriots so there are some links there, there is some interest there but I don't think it's a deal Not like Lavia stages anyway, let's put it that way. Um, And the final story I want to touch upon comes from Foot Mercato in France and it claims it's actually a story about Lille being heavily linked and in pole position to welcome Kito Nakamura, a Lask forward who's been very, very impressive. He's also a Japanese international but he claims there is interest from Frankfurt and Liverpool. Now, I actually had a conversation quite recently about this player and it was said to me that Frankfurt and Liverpool were the two teams that were very keen. So, it's interesting that Liverpool have been linked again here. And it says Liverpool would have to offer €7 million Euros for this deal to happen. So, perhaps there's something in it. It doesn't feel for me like a great fit positionally, much like the one earlier, Dogu, because he's essentially an attacking midfielder who predominantly operates from the left. And we've got left-wingers. Like We have got some left-wingers. We've got Louis Diaz, Jogo Jota, Darwin Nunes can play over there, Cody Gakko can play over there. So, I don't think it's a deal or position we should be prioritising right now. It's entirely possible Liverpool like the player in a different window, in a different world of a different squad. Maybe this is a deal that we will try and make happen. But given what everything else we've got going on, I don't think we'll be pursuing that one personally. So... Yeah, that is all your news for today. Um, do head over to redmenplus.com to sign up as a captain or indeed a legend for the content that we bring you every single day. And I also should mention that if you head to redmenmerch.com now, our new Bobby Best in the World book is available there. Signed copies are also available, signed by myself, Paul Machin, and Steve Ho. It is Quite frankly, glorious. So make sure you check that out. Make sure you get yourself a copy as well. And yeah, I will see you all again very soon. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because rust new Custom Spray Five-in-One gives you control with five different spray patterns, so you can tackle nooks, crannies. Edges and curves, without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1, only from rust Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50-80% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part?